man, and sport. A timeless means of entertainment. Some men hit home runs. Others are curb stumped. Some win Cy Youngs. Others get dunked on. Some men become MVPs. Others have 70 saves in a game. But your stats won't matter here. Here we discuss the issues. Search the hearts of men and judge in vivid detail. Only raw takes will do. This is sports analysis. This is Sports Unchained. This is Sportico! You can find us on Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter, all at Sporticus Live. That's Sport I C U S Live. Sporticus Live. See you there. Are you ready? Oh, I am ready. I am ready to side mount some shit right now, bro. That's a little weird. I don't want to no, start. No, 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 yeah. Come on, that's that's like my thing now because I'm side mount Sam. Yeah, I know, but like, all right, I got you. Okay, so yeah. here's what. We're we're going to start, and I know you don't like this, but I do. We're going to start at the absolute top. And nope. I, when I say top, I mean the future, actually. We're going to start in the future and then go all the way to the past. Okay? Not all the way to the past, like the ones we didn't cover, but all the way to the beginning of the pay-per-view Saturday. So I want to start at this. The reason why I said do not make McGregor Versus Poirier 3 right now. The reason was because if Connor lost, it would be the end of his career. He would lose almost all of his value, which he proved when he opened his goddamn mouth. He was just like, I don't even care anymore, which is unfortunate. But now to do a number four, I don't give a shit what Dana White said. To do a number four makes absolutely no sense. The reason I was saying you should wait is the same reason who people who make the um, argument for a part four, it, it's the reason why you should have waited for part three. You know, you, if Connor could have fought people, and here's the thing, he, he engages with people, man. He can get you to fight him over anything. And that's what he should have did with uh, uh, Wonder Boy Thompson or uh, Woodley or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Those caliber of guys, uh, people who can strike or whatever, but he should have did that with those guys. You know, um, couple decent names to get them, get them going. And then you make Poirier McGregor three after the title fight. After whether, whether Poirier would win or not. That's, that's why I said what I said. 
Now, are you of the mindset that we should have a Poirier versus McGregor four? Well, let me start uh, in the in the past. So the the first Poirier McGregor, you know, that was Connor's rise into the UFC as you know becoming who he became. The second Poirier McGregor, uh, that was you know Dustin showing how far he's actually come. You know, yeah. he 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 came to win, man. He changed his mindset. He didn't let McGregor get to him. He you know fought a better game. He fucking knocked him out. You know. But uh, McGregor also hadn't fought in what one and a half, two years at that point, uh, and his last fight was a uh, like a like a like a one minute victory against Donald Cerrone. You know what I mean? And it wasn't even like a skillful victory. He like hit him with his shoulder a couple times and then kicked him. No, nah, I think it was a skillful victory. I oh, will yeah, well, 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 Like whatever, whatever. That's not my point. But it's number three made sense to happen right now because McGregor was still considered a contender. You know, had he won this fight, you could legitimately give him Charles Oliveira next. Legitimately. You know what I mean? Like you, you couldn't do that. You, you couldn't do that going into the Poirier McGregor two fight, you know? So you needed, once he lost to Dustin, you needed this fight. And it was good of Dustin to also sign off on it too. But like you needed this fight to see how good McGregor really was and what he really brought to the table, uh, in like, in like a, a, a fair segment of time. So, you know, going into that, we really need to see that really. So going into that second fight, you know, he hadn't fought in two years. Well, coming into the third fight, he had just fought the second fight. What? Six months ago. Like, so he's had all the time to train. He's had over a year of training and getting ready for the same guy in two fights. So we really did get to see. That McGregor came in confident in the number three fight in this, the one this week. He came in confident. And, you know, before we get too heavy into the actual, uh, you know, nitty gritty of what happened during the fight, he did show a lot of good things. But, you know, ah, oh, man, sometimes life throws those curveballs, you know? <laughs> or, 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 uh, those hammer fists on your face. <laughs> or just, just whatever, man. Like, uh, th- this was a great card too. Like we we really do need to talk about the preliminary. We, we will, we will, we will. I mean, we won't stay. Here's the thing. I think, I think most of that stuff speaks for itself, and that it, and that most of the story is just the downfall of McGregor. Um, everybody had seen how Poirier had risen this whole time. We had been watching, right? We had all been watching it, and then we had seen McGregor get to where we we. People who have studied the game knows what's been going on. We watch it, and 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 I will, will get get that. What I'm what I'm getting at is, um, I think Dustin versus McGregor, uh, uh, Connor McGregor three should have waited because I think that your argument for three happening now is still, uh, I think it's still something that works that you could still make that argument in the future, like of next year i think you could have made that argument you know i know that sounds like it's a it's far away but not necessarily but i think more things fall into place for it um but yeah i i think you could take that and you could you could actually say yeah this is why you do number three you know like a year from now because you know think or maybe maybe six months i don't know i'm saying like no 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 because we don't know like 
the next loss for Conor McGregor, realistically, after the second Dustin Poirier fight, the 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 next loss after he lost to Dustin the first time, that that was his make or break. So he either beat Dustin and goes and you know loses to Oliveira, or God forbid wins and then whoever beats him, he just you know bows out. You know what I mean? No, like, but he could next for so many other. The, well, hold on, hold on. The, the next loss realistically means and just you know drum roll please, DS trilogy, and I, and I'm still confident that that's going to happen too honestly yeah no 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 me too but i i think that's um i think you could have legitimately gotten a fourth fight now i don't think you should legitimately make that fight ever to be honest conor mcgregor would have to be he would have to be like unbeaten for like five fucking years in order for that to happen well here beating the best of the best have you seen uh avengers endgame yes Okay, so not spoilers all, for not anyone. All, not all, not all that, but yeah, sure. Well, yeah, yeah, but like spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched. Sorry, three, two, one. All right, you should have fucking clicked off by now. But okay, so when uh, what's his name, Doctor Strange can see the future, and then when I when um uh Iron Man Robert Downey Jr. asks fucking um Doctor Strange, you know, like how many, like what's the probability of us winning, and you know. He does that whole thing where he looks into the future and there's like, you know, a lot of possibilities and there's only one scenario where he wins. And then, you know, here's the spoilers. Iron Man has to kill himself to save everyone else. And, you know, that that sucks, right? Yeah. But like, so sure. one scenario that Conor McGregor becomes a contender again after this weekend is he comes back, he fights D- Nate Diaz for a third time and he wins and decisively like maybe he's the first guy to just fucking slut Nate Diaz you know or maybe he kicks him in the head or breaks breaks his leg you know kicking Nate Diaz or sorry breaks Nate Diaz is like kicking him you know what I mean like or it's just something dramatic you know just like a Conor McGregor welcome back I'm fucking still here motherfucker sort of fight then he gets just another name like you said maybe at that point Jorge Masvidal maybe he's he's done competing (laughs) seriously like I don't know, like something like that, like would be pretty cool, or you know, just whatever. You know how whatever. hard Jorge, hey, uh, Jorge Masvidal hey. had to get hit in order to lose and get knocked out like that. Hey. God, no, no. Hey, just put anyone, anyone in a, just let me <sighs> do this point, like anyone yeah. in that spot, like that would be a good fight for McGregor, just you know, to to make his next you know move. But he's got to right. win the Diaz fight. But that's what he—that's—that's that's his fight coming back is Nate Diaz. He's not going to come back and fight anyone in the top five in any division. So it's, sure, but he has to win it. I think the big problem what you're talking about is he has to win it. And like, let's be realistic yeah. about it. He didn't win that second fight. Like he really didn't. And the only reason he even lasted is because Nate Diaz started opening his damn hand so that he wouldn't actually knock him out. He just starts stalking slapping him that's just bullshit to say i would i need to make this money and not knock him out decisively but you know you know why it would be a good fight though is uh look at diaz's last fight he obviously still has something left in the tank mcgregor still has a lot left in the tank he just doesn't have a lot of motivation to use it you know and that's the thing is when you make 600 million dollars selling your whiskey uh you know shares or whatever the fuck you made doing that and then you know you're already the highest paid athlete in sports otherwise you know, like, and you command, like, certain percentages at the gate that every other fighter doesn't get. Like, when you when uh, you fought Floyd Mayweather and you make all that money, like, you just don't have the same motivation to just come in and be a badass. Now, you can train your ass off and your natural ability will will show you the first 
45, sorry, not even 45, because Dustin was a big part of some of that round. The, every time they exchanged on the feet, McGregor showed that he had at least trained and at least was focused at some point. You know what I mean? It's not like the yeah. second fight where he came in a little bit out of shape and his best round was, you know, just a flurry of punches in the first. And then it got to the, you know, I think second and then he gets knocked the fuck out. Like, you know, he the, the money, the money's made him soft. And I, I hate saying that because I don't want to believe it. But I saw before he, you know, broke his shit. I saw somebody that could still fucking throw down. You know what I mean? Like that. Like sure. people, people may agree, but or sorry, people may disagree, but we can all agree that we wanted to see the next round. You know what I mean? And that's that's my I, biggest. I, I think this man. I I just what I'm saying is there are ways you can get people who Conor McGregor is. Poirier was already made, man. Um, he could have made somebody else by getting slept or just having a real knockout fight with him, even if they got cheated and lost. I think it's just pure from a marketing uh, uh, point of view. You know, like that's that's all I'm thinking about it uh, is how do you market this third and fourth fight? And I was like, well, if you can market the third fight after you've already marketed uh, some, some easy, uh, give, give, how come, how come, uh, McGregor can't get Tony Ferguson? You know, uh, give him Tony yeah. Ferguson or Rafael Dos Anjos. Do you know why? Uh, do you know why? Well, Ke- Kevin Lee. No, no, do you, I do know you, Kevin do Lee's want, not in the top want, 10. I'm just saying Kevin do Lee. Do you want to know why? Yeah. Because nobody fucking wants to watch Tony Ferguson fight Conor McGregor. Tony Ferguson no, can't. People want to see Conor McGregor fight anything. They want to no, see no, him no, fight no, a goddamn yeah, but he's not gonna bag of garbage. He's not gonna do that. Like that—that's the whole thing. Is like we're still thinking, or sorry, you're still thinking of him as like a like a UFC roster guy. This is like this is still like the Brock I get that. side of the UFC payroll. You know what I mean? Yeah, he and I get that. He'll be good. And here's the thing: that's why he's done. Um, that's exactly why he's done. I don't think because that's he why he can't do. I think he's, no, he's done. He's done. Well, not just that, but he can't beat anyone anymore. Period. I you disagree. Know, I don't think. Who the fuck? Okay, 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 okay. The only people he can beat is the people I named, and that is it. He's not gonna beat anybody of note of we merit. Don't, we don't know that though. That we absolutely do. Because okay, I'll put it to you this way, man. Like I'll say that Poirier looked like he was about to just take the fight over, especially if it went to the ground again. But. McGregor he wasn't, he already had complete besides, control of his fight. Besides breaking his ankle, leg, shin, whatever the fuck you want to call it, besides breaking it, he was, he was in the fight. He wasn't like rocked and like uncontrolled. I'll tell you why he was never in that fight. His shit out. Like, no, he was fine going into the second round, except no. for part of his body was broken in half. Yeah, <laughs> that's not fine though. Cause you know when that happened and Dustin Poirier literally pointed at him? Yeah. He, he did the make DS thing. He checked yeah. his kick and he pointed and said, This shit's broken. He was like, he was like, something's going on there. That's that was the end of the fight. I, he either said who huh? or I felt that. I, I don't know yeah. what it was, but and he was then, like, and, ooh, or I and felt that. that moment, it was just um it was just it's just a matter of time. That's all. And oh, and we I mean, he knew that. That fight was over then. It was over when he checked any of his kicks. Because well, Conor McGregor doesn't fight like that. 
And that was the end of it. When you start doing shit you're not good at, like, the reason he checked his kicks is because he's not good at them. He wasn't going to check everybody's kick. Not everybody gets their kick, uh, kicks checked. We Connor, see that. Connor had landed leg kicks going into that moment. Like, it's not like he didn't try it before that kick. Like, no, he. I get what you're saying, but he's he not started good at hard them to not have them telegraphed. They were telegraphed enough to where he broke his own shit. Well, well, Poirier blocked one because it was telegraphed because he knew it was coming, and it was bad. And he said, "You broke your shit, man." Like he said, "Something's wrong right there." Point directly at that leg and say, "This shit's over." That's when you're thoroughly outclassed. And it's not just because okay, he he landed some leg kicks, he landed some punches too. Nobody gives a fuck. They did nothing, nothing. And the only fucking people they would do something to is something like a Tony Ferguson, a Kevin Lee, a, a, a RDS, guys like that who were pretty much done, but still got something left in the tank. And because Conor McGregor doesn't want to, um, you know, tuck his ego in, he's not going to take those fights, and he's done. He needs to go to PFL. And do work. That's what he needs to do. No, and I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you this. Do is he needs to heal up. He needs to take a no. good long look in the mirror, and then he needs that's to not gonna happen. Re- retire, just retire, just stop, just don't. You know what I no. mean? <laughs> I mean, shh, no, no. I'll tell you why he doesn't have. He can make one more go of it because you can be a big fish in a small pond, and that'll work. Do not go over to Bellator thinking you're gonna do any of the shit you've ever been doing. Drug, uh, steroids or not, or whatever you want to say they're doing, they're going to beat his ass. They're going to beat his ass. they hungry, and if a McGregor come over there, they will chew him up and spit him out. And I'm going to be real with you. He might get his ass slapped in PFL, too, because we've seen what happened when uh former stars want to come over there. They lose. I'm not saying all of it was fair, but they lose. <laughs> you know, like, if you was a big name somewhere else, you do that big, big fish in a small pond, you lose. I don't know. That's definitely not good for them. They need people on top that used to be on top, on top in their league, but whatever. I mean, it is what it is. So, yay or nay? Final words on McGregor Poirier 4. Yay or nay? I say in the right situation, yay. Okay. Um, I'm going to say nay. I don't want to see any of it ever again. <laughs> I don't. I don't. When you lose to somebody in certain ways, I just don't need to see it no more. Like Curtis Blaze getting knocked the fuck out against Nagano twice. Was it twice? Probably. Yeah. 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 It was. It was twice. You ever need to see Curtis Blaze fight Nagano again? No, I don't need to ever see Curtis Blaze fight again. Honestly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And I'd be okay if, if and happy if Conor McGregor uh, retires. You know, I think he. To be very fair, I think. He has so much more to lend to the sport uh, if he takes a serious, like you said, look in the mirror uh, not and not fight anymore. I still say retire, but managing uh, just a front office of uh, CP3. Chris Paul had a fucking huge attitude problem. He took a look, you know, he, he fixed himself uh, in OKC. And uh, he, he got a lot better. Now he's a, a lot better person, as I've seen through the interviews and stuff like that. And I think that uh, he lends a lot to the game and the team. And I think McGregor, a change McGregor, is a great story. 
you want all over ESPN. McGregor be coming in and being like a what if let's say he took Dana White's spot, but it was a baby face. It was Hulk Hogan, uh, Conor McGregor, you know, and, and uh, instead of uh, evil Conor McGregor like we've been getting. I think that would be something that would be pretty cool and might take the sport to the next level, to be honest with you, if he were to turn baby face. But no, he wants to talk about dude's wives in his DMs, probably trying to curse him the fuck out in his DMs, to be honest with you. Like she's probably threatening his life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. I'll put it to you, I'll put it to you this way. Um, if she had said anything like scandalous, it would have been front page news on every newspaper, on yeah. every sports related anything, but it wasn't. And he just wanted to say that she would do like Dustin Poirier was probably like sitting right there when she did it. Like probably was helping he probably her. Told her to send it. Like, tell that yeah, you know what I mean? It. Like but like yeah. I just I didn't believe shit when I didn't see actual text. Like when it was just like your wife is trash. in my DMs, lad. Your wife is in my DMs. You know why I knew it was trash? Because Connor's a trash dude like that, and that's well, not okay. It's not cool. Well, and then like you know the, the the one respect that I'll give him is that while he while he is not the good guy that you kind of wanted him to be when he was like at his you know height like because we love the shit talk everything nobody wanted him to be a good guy then hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we, we love we love the we love the like the shit talk and everything we love the height but then like the, we didn't know if it was real or not and then like you saw him he breaks his leg and this motherfucker and uh just for a second people are blaming joe rogan for this i'm pretty sure what i saw was Joe Rogan walking the cage and Connor like kind of summoned him over and then he was just like, I want my time. I want my time on the mic. And no, that's like, exactly what happened. That's exactly yeah, yeah. What and happened. then Rogan's like, Yeah, dude, I'll no, like, people I guess I'll be there. But remember, with uh uh with um the Chris Weidman leg break and the Anderson Silva leg break, they were taken out of the ring immediately. So this yeah. motherfucker snaps his leg. And he just sits in there and he wants it to say his piece. And, you know, it wasn't a good piece. I, I wouldn't have recommended that, that he's, you know, stuck around. Oh, no, 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 no. You know what? It, it's a piece, though. A piece of shit. Just oh like him. God. He's dude, a piece I of shit. Man. And, and, that. and I hate the fact that I will watch his comeback fight regardless. You know, but I, as, as a fan, as a fan, as, as, somebody that, as somebody that loves Conor McGregor, Oh my God, I I am actually a little heartbroken that that's that's what I liked. Like that that's the dude that like I was like, dude, this motherfucker's dope. Like you fucking pimp his shit. You know, you watch his interviews. Like me myself personally, like I'm such a fan. Like I've watched like his shit talking, like uh, little compilation video things on YouTube so many times. It is so funny. Like I've shared them with friends. Like I I, I you know hyped his fights with you. Like it's it just wow, dude. That was that's, just it's understandable. And that's why but you know what? I there's a road to take. He could come back. He still has to fight people pretty far at the bottom, to be honest with you. Like, yeah, I'd have him fight Kevin Lee. And he'd be like, You serious? I'd be like, you you scared Kevin Lee's gonna beat the shit out of you like Dustin Poirier was? And I can get it cracking. You know, like I think I think Kevin Lee and Conor McGregor is exactly the fight I would like to see if there were any sort of comeback for him. Because here's here's the here's the fight you're gonna get. He's gonna heal up in about a year. He's gonna come back and fight Nate Diaz for a th- uh, third time, and then we're gonna just have get to his see. ass whooped. Probably gonna get his ass whooped. Either uh, way, we'll see him there. I think if he loses, I think he's done in MMA. 
but he might have a career in boxing. Uh, but uh, if he wins, there's all types of possibilities. You know, here's the crazy part: he absolutely has a career in boxing. Um, I, I, you know who he should fight? You know who Jake, he, what he should have did? Huh? Jake, Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Uh, absolutely. But that's a joke fight. I wouldn't have that fight just at the moment. Jake Paul. Um, yeah, no, you're right. Jake Paul. Because <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, they're both at the same level, to be honest, in terms of boxing. Well, and that that's a huge compliment to Jake Paul. <laughs> so you compliment to both of them, I think. I mean, yeah, no, not even because we knew where McGregor was. He actually still with Mayweather for eight rounds. You know, and he Mayweather let him. Mayweather but, let him. But he still popped Mayweather, dude. There was there were some good shots in that shit. There's he no let him. He let him. Here's the crazy part Ooh. about it. I hate Ooh. the way Floyd fights, but he didn't fight, and he didn't fight the way he usually does in that because he had to get the people to show. Also, he said Conor McGregor hits like a bitch without saying that, because that's not <laughs> how you hype up your opponent. He did. He said, they was like, well, you know, uh, how did he hit? What about his power? And he hit you with a good uppercut. He was like, uh, you know, like, there are people who hit harder, but he, he fought well. He did everything but say, man, he hit like a bitch. But, you know, like, um, you know, I still fought him because of his money. Think, I think after all the shit that McGregor talked to, I don't think Mayweather was really going to give him an inch. But I watched the fight, man. Like you can't, you can't Gentlemen. like you you can you can say as like the person being hit. Mayweather can say whatever he wants, and we'll just have to take his word for it. But what like I saw was a dude getting tagged who's been tagged before and could handle it. Like I, I mean, I think Mayweather doesn't really give his chin enough credit for that sense. But dude, McGregor landed some good. He doesn't hit hard, man. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why. We and we talked about this before. He doesn't hit hard because he can't even hit people. He can't even hit people hard his same size. Like, I, I, I do use Nate Diaz, but like, that was the first person he fought that was his size. When you hit a person that's the same size as you, and they ain't like, man, you better get the fuck out of here with that. It happens every time he fights at 170. Every time he, every time he fights someone his own size, he, he doesn't win. Gets beat up, actually. You do, you know know who, do you know who doesn't hit hard? Apparently. My father. No, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know anything about that, man. But no, I was no, gonna. No, not, not that wasn't an abuse joke. That was a, a, a <laughs> sex joke about not having good sex with my mother. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was saying he didn't do it. He wasn't a good lover to my mother. I, I was trying to go with the fuck. <laughs> I was gonna say Sugar Sean O'Malley, but whatever. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Okay, okay. Well, look, look, look. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Okay. We said all we could say about McGregor and Poirier. Classless, blah, blah, blah. In the future, probably, and during this podcast, we're probably going to say more, but like, yeah. Probably. Dude, the rest they of that part my time. Got it. What? Okay. Now, what was, what was the, what was the, uh, co-main, not co-main, what was the, the fight right out of that? Was it, it wasn't Sean O'Malley, was it? No, no, no. The fight before that was, uh, fucking the snooze fest where Gilbert Burns wildly underwhelmed. Oh, Yuck. That was yeah. a Gilbert Burns yeah. I thought I was gonna see against Usman. So sorry, I was a Dude, I was a, a couple fights off with that. I gotta I gotta give you some some props right here really quick. Remember you told me Gilbert Burns ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Gilbert Burns ain't shit. That motherfucker. So this motherfucker gets knocked stop. out cold by Kamar Usman, and arguably like in like an exchange to where like honestly I I saw uh, Gilbert Burns rock Usman in that fight. Sure, yeah, so, he, he so, might have been out. 
So you're like, oh shit, man! Like it, it could have, it really could have gone either way. The new spawn just got him, like you know, whatever. So coming into this fight, you're like, all right, he's got to plant Wonder Boy. He's got to plant him. Yeah, you I know, thought, bro, I thought he, I thought Wonder Boy was out of here, dude. The second that they exchanged in the first round, Gilbert Burns was like, fuck this. And he just held him down. He's like, I'm, there's no way I'm knocking this guy out. Like, and then, you know, there's that, uh, those few times where Wonder Boy was able to get up and especially towards the end of the fight, where it's like, yeah, you're lucky you didn't exchange with him, dude. He would have fucking worked you over for sure. I'm so disgusted in Wonder Boy. You know why? What the hell is he working on? What is he working on? Dude, okay. I'll I'll tell, I'll tell you one thing. Please God tell me. For, for a guy that's only been a lifelong karate and kickboxing expert, he's done it all of his life. He, what, started jiu-jitsu for MMA when he was, what, 30 fucking five and he's like 40 now? The dude can still get up from a highly trained athlete trained in the sport of grappling and jiu-jitsu for as long as he has been like Gilbert Burns. So his, so his get-ups were the result of all of his hard work, but he's not young and spry enough to be better than Burns at jiu-jitsu. He just doesn't have that kind of time. You know what I mean? Like, so I, like, what do you expect when you get to the ground? <laughs> like, yes, I'm sure he I can, guess. I'm sure he can throw a triangle. I'm sure he can put an arm bar on somebody. I'm sure his guillotines and his rear naked chokes work too. But like, I, I'm guaranteeing you they're not going to work against Gilbert Burns, who is a black belt in that particular martial art. Just like standing up with a Kyokushin black belt, like, you know, Wonder Boy is, wouldn't have been smart for Gilbert Burns. You know, so I just I feel like he copped out. I feel like he didn't die on his shield like he probably would have. I I feel like we saw a safe route to get knocked out by Usman again, honestly. You know what? Gilbert Burns is what I feel about this uh, fanny pack I have on. So check it out. (laughs) Let's just listen. You have a fanny pack on? Yep, I just put it on. And I I literally, as you're telling that story, I'm like. I feel so weird "Ah." talking to you. No, no, no. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Not everything when you put on workout clothes, they don't have pockets, right? Don't call a fanny pack workout clothes. No, no, no. But li- listen to what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> I almost didn't say fuck on here, but you said it so many times already. That's why this is uh, explicit content. Don't listen to this in the car. with your fucking kids. Okay. Anyway. Uh, I just want to point out really quick. I just want to point out really quick. You just admitted that having a I, fuck, who gonna come fight me over it, bro? You gonna get your ass scraped because you know what? I got hands. No, and I you got don't worry about. No, you don't. Yeah. You don't gotta worry about people like trying to fight you. You just gotta worry about people coming over to hang out. Oh yeah, well sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Maybe call Cody Garbrandt and come chill on my couch again. Oh, dude, for no. sure. If you have a free couch, Cody Garbrandt's there, bro. Yeah, I gotta stop giving him shit. Yeah, I, I actually saw a lot of promising things in his last fight, but whatever. Um, I, I tell you this: if he fights Sean O'Malley, he's knocking him the fuck out. Like, oh, I hope, I hope they get. If he out. fights anything like he did in this last fight, Sean O'Malley is fucking dead. I, I, I fucking hope they give Sean O'Malley somebody like you know a Garbrandt or a Font or a Cruz. Like, oh man, he's got to knock Garbrandt, Garbrandt out immediately, or Garbrandt is fucking. There will be no exchange. Oh, there's dude Garbrandt. Oh, he's gonna kick his legs out, dude. He's yeah. gonna get his legs out, yeah. and the that dude has that, God leg. forbid Sean O'Malley can even tag Garbrandt as well as he did this fucking Chris Moutinho. Uh, he won't be able to. God forbid. Gar- God forbid. Garbrandt's just gonna take him down, and then he's just gonna beat the shit out of him on the ground. 
Like, here's the thing of Blake Garbrandt loses that fight except for like a, a first round KO on like the first fight. Yeah. But he can slip every punch he has because he's fought Dominic Cruz and he knows exactly how to fight a Sean O'Malley. Oh, he would never like, get shot twice. Like, oh, dude, yeah, that, that wouldn't even be a fucking challenge after this weekend. Dude, did you know yeah, that? He uh, sleeps sleep pretty Chris easy. Mucino, that Chris Mucino kid was like, uh, he, he's working like some 40 to 80 hours every like week or so, like, uh, at a paint store and then he yeah. took on like 10 fucking days and shit and then, and then did you know that her game cheated him out of a goddamn um yeah that's bullshit. that's bullshit you let him get and here's the thing i said i said they should stop this fight i said that i said look man i said dude can't stop from getting hit like this i said there's a difference between being competitive in your fight and then just not being a you know just just getting i'll, po- I'll pose you this question i'll pose you this question really quick while it's on my mind if that had been nate diaz would you have said what you have just said right now if he looked exactly like that, yes, I don't give a fuck who it is. Oh, but that's no, 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 that's not. If you did listen, that's idea, not a problem. That's not fair. People, people, there would be an uprising. People would demand their money back if you stopped a Nate Diaz fight. Think about like, it. Okay, so, 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 if you're asking me, would I do that with any fighter? Yes, yes, I would. Now, Nate, this guy doesn't have that history. Nate Diaz does. If he did. That's different. You're talking about the history of a fighter? Sure. But you're just saying that as on a one on a one-off, would I do it if it was Nate Diaz? I would not give Nate Diaz any special treat any more special treatment than I would anyone, anyone or any fighter that has shown that history. If this guy had that history, he could keep getting his ass whooped too. Is that fair? Uh, it's not unfair. I mean, I, I can see where you're okay. coming from. Right. right. I don't I don't want to put it out there like that because, yes, yes, a guy who's shown that history, I understand why he's continuing to fight. I do also understand why I I, I could stop it, you know, because he, he was getting tagged against Connor. You could make an argument that in the, in the first fight, you can make an argument that he was getting, he got hit too much in the if, first and second round. If this wasn't the same circumstance, like, in, in, my, in my opinion, like, the same thing could have happened to Chad Mendez during that Mendez McGregor fight. Like when he was, you know, 10 days, you know, off the couch with late notice and he came in there and he out wrestled and, you know, out fought Conor McGregor for like a good three and a half rounds going into the late fourth and, uh, you know, whatever, whenever he lost in the fifth, like, or whatever round he lost. I was like, I think it was late. I, I know. Well, whatever it was, it was, it was, I think it was one of late the last second. Ones. It was, it, it was like, that. Because he, he, he did gas and he got tired of her being called the fight. And I was like, bro, he just fell down. He was just tired. He wasn't getting knocked no. out. One, one sec. Man. Just... second. Because the first round, he beat the shit out of Conor McGregor. He had him all over the place. He was throwing him. Conor McGregor couldn't do anything. And that's when I knew Conor McGregor was always going to lose to, like, uh, Nurmagomedov. Like, he was always destined to lose like that. And he lucky it took him that long to get get the beating like that he deserved. I mean, well, Nate Diaz had given it to him, but like, back to this fanny pack, man, and Gilbert Burns. Yeah, I, I, mis- I, I misremembered that. I, uh, I, that's I, all right. I, I, you were wrong. You always are. <laughs> you yeah, no, it was, it was, yeah, it was the end of the second round, but like, I remember that Chad Mendes got like a really, really good show for at least like the first minute and a half of the fucking first round, or sorry, the first round and a half of the fight, and then like, yeah. And then he fucking gassed because he only had 10 days. And, you know, like, cardio is a good, you know, thing for alpha medical people. But, like, you know, when you only have 10 days notice, you only have 10 days notice. 
And, you know, McGregor was just better in shape. Better, he was fucking hungry. Like, I don't know. To me, to me, this 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 kid got cheated out of a chance to make a bigger name for himself than, than I think he should have been. Like, I think if he was going to get knocked out in those last 30 seconds, I think he deserved the right to, to knocked. get knocked out. Yes, because as a man, you stole something from him. And Herb Dean's a piece of shit. Just no. got to see it. No. I said it. Oh, no, he's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. I want people to come at me over this. People have been no. talking about him for years, and we've he's had fair. legitimate claims and gripes, and now he's shown you he's a piece of shit. But you didn't care about that guy's life. Bro, Never bro. did. But you could have stopped that fucking fight. Second round. You could have stopped that fight. That's Dog. when I would have stopped it. Dog. You look like Herb Dean. Nah, not really. <laughs> I, I, I look way better than <laughs> he, he got, he got He's not ugly, man. But like, I look way better. I like. If you think like, you definitely you're a sharp dresser, dude? I've seen you when you like, you like, you like. It's like a normal fucking Thursday night, and you're just like, yeah, and you're fucking, you know, nineties. Don't look at me ever again, especially after you made your fanny pack comments. Now let me get back to Gilbert Burns and how unimpressive he is. <laughs> He's fanny pack, and I, it's, 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 you know, I, I got, I don't have a big waist, man. I don't. You know, like, hey, I'm a little, I got a petite waist. I'm just saying. So, this fanny pack is bigger than what it needs to be. Like, it's hanging off, off, like, my hip and, like, on the side, like, it's an 80s fanny pack. You know? Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah. So, 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 I'm disappointed in the fanny pack, man. Like, I thought that it was going to, it was going to hook on real easy and, 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 and just, be exactly where it needed to be because I need to hold my phone while I walk around and do things, but I can't. I can't hold my phone and do the things I need to do while we record this podcast. So I need to put it in in a, in a pocket. So this fanny pack is the pocket I have. So I need I need a Gilbert Burns to sleep Wonder Boy Thompson because Wonder Boy Thompson's kind of in the way of a lot of things. I don't want to say he's a garbage fighter, but he has no real value at all except getting knocked out against Conor McGregor and helping build him up or someone else. Like whoever's on the rise needs to sleep this guy because he's not good enough. That's why I asked you, and I talked about this at length about Wonder Boy. You know, I wonder why the hell he keeps getting fights. You know, uh, but he's Gilbert Burns was equally unimpressive. In this fight, as Wonder Boy has been over his last like four years, you know, uh, I, I I stopped being impressed with Wonder Boy when he had that majority draw against of uh, Woodley. If that's fair, I was Ooh. like, okay, this is he, that he, was he, it, and that was he, it. Uh, Vincente Luque, that's pretty impressive. Sure, what else has he done? That's one fight, and I'm talking about four years. Yeah, well, he was supposed to knock out Grover Burns, and then that would have been the other thing that he did. <laughs> it would have been. True. And that would have been okay. Then we would have had something. I would have been like, oh, I guess you could build on that. Nope, he didn't knock him out either. Both of those guys, get him the fuck out of my face. Get them out of the UFC. They're not good enough. Uh, I'm not, see, here's the thing. I'm not saying they're bad, but they're not good enough, man. And the UFC always has this talent, and they always have guys. And they don't get to push some of their guys. They don't get to get them the right fights because you got Wonderboy Thompson fighting Gilbert Burns. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Well, fair enough. It's, it's, a, it's a co-main event. Not co-main, but you know what I'm saying? Like right under, right before the main event, we got the snooze fest. 
Gilbert Burns and Wonderboy Thompson. It's like, ah, I, I completely forgot where that was on the card because it was as underwhelming as a prelim match. Yeah, prelim. I, I do. I do agree that it was a pretty bad fight. All right, going backwards, who was that? Going backwards, who was next? Greg was next? versus Tai Tuivasa. Oh yeah, the twerkalator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. uh so what exactly happened with Greg Hardy's eye? Did he like get poked in his eye? No, honestly, what I think happened is he just got fucking blasted and he probably broke his orbital. Oh, okay. Yeah, because cause he immediately grabbed it and he didn't even defend himself after that. Like it's different when you just get knocked out cold. He grabbed his eye and turned. And yeah. um he still lost. Well he, but, he went he went out pretty cold, so he got he definitely got blasted. You no, know, no, no, he was gone anyway. He was gone regardless. Like he got KO'd. He wasn't yeah, I'm not, he was done, but like I'm not delegitimizing anything about like that that knockout, even if it was a TKO. If he broke his fucking orbital ball, good. You know that was a knockout, great. My thing was that he, um, the way in which he went down was just like whoa, like he didn't even. There was nothing about fighting that was in his head after that. It was get out of this, I'm done. Like he immediately conceded that fight, knocked yeah. out of time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yep. that's unfortunate, and you know why? Because it's kind of like the McGregor fight and why people are arguing for a fourth fight. It's like, oh, well, it wasn't legitimate. I'm like, well, you know, <sighs> sure, that was a legitimate. You know, you lose, you lose. It was, it was legitimate. It's just that that's not how we wanted to see that knockout. We wanted to see him like murdered, you know. Uh, yeah. Not really murdered. Don't be stupid, people. But like, we wanted to see uh, what you could get away with. What would be considered murdered and um, a murder in in, in 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 real life in in a non sports or combat sports context. We thought we thought he was going to be left with his mouth open, barely breathing. You know when we thought Greg Nardi, Greg Hardy was going to get uh knocked out, and it didn't happen like that. But it happened. Um, nice to see it finally. But I wish it was more. Um, um, I think it was a little. I wish it was a little bit different. Anyway, any thoughts on that fight? Yeah, you know, I, I, I was, I, I agree with you in the sense that like, I wish there would have been more of like a, a build up to it happening. Like, not that tied to Avasa was the wrong guy to do it necessarily. I just, I wish it would have been like Derek Lewis or something. Like, cause like, I was just getting used to the idea of not liking Greg Hardy, but watching him fight. You know what I mean? Like, okay, like, you know, this guy's going to be good. He's going to be an NFL athlete. And, you know, he, he has some wins and, you know, like you really wanted to see him go up the ranks to see who he could get to before. It's like, I don't want to see him be a champion. I don't want to see that at all. But like, I do want to see somebody like Lewis or Ganu or who the fuck ever. Just you want to see him get his world rock. Oh, just tee yeah. off, bro. And, you know, and, and that's the thing, too, is like I left the fight this weekend, uh, the, the Hardy to Avasa fight. I left that pretty satisfied, though. Like because at the same time, Greg Hardy doesn't have that kind of ability, and I don't think, uh, I don't think learning martial arts at the age he started learning mixed martial arts, I don't think it, it, it's beneficial to him. I, I think he's every bit a good athlete. I think he is obviously a professional, you know. So I think he's going to put himself around the right trainers who are going to at least professional athlete. I don't know how much of a professional he is. Well, you, well, you know, like, prof- like he, he he's definitely, yeah yeah yeah. I got you. Yeah, I'm picking up, but it's. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're like, 
Oh, no, I'm not going to use professional in yeah, hell now. Yes, what? yes, he is a professional athlete. I will yeah. say that. And every time he steps in the cage, he does have the ability to just uncork some bombs, you know, but as a human, I'm just not a fan, you know? <laughs> like, I just kind of want to yeah. see him get his fucking... And the should get a drink together. Him, Herb Dean, and fucking Conor McGregor. No, Sean I don't know and Sean O'Malley. But... <laughs> At all, for the record, hey, man, I understand where we where we stand on these things and where I stand when we say things. Uh, this is why I put a disclaimer that, yes, we are subsidizing. Sportacus is subsidizing MMA Torch podcast. And um, when I see Herb Dean, when I meet these people, I don't give a fuck about them. And you know why? Because I disagree with them. You're not going to see me palling it up with these guys. You know who I had to have a drink with? Cody Garbrandt. Because my joke about him was being serious. No, but you know what? What did he do? He took it way more serious. He got a chin. Now I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to say about him. It's it. It's done. You know, all the jokes are over. I mean, they're not. But, you know, the, like the real the real fun and games are over. It was just a joke anyway. Herb Dean acted as if he gave a shit about somebody's life when he, in fact, actually didn't. And then screwed the person over. People are going to say, it's a judgment call and stuff like that. Sean O'Malley, unprofessional, garbage. The guy thinks he's way better than what he is. He said, let's get to his guy fight right now. Who else fought on the card? Who, uh, was uh, that the fight? The, uh, it was the Aldana Kanetsukai one, but I don't really have much. That was just, yeah. it was like a good yeah. win. There was good action. I just, I wasn't really like, <laughs> no, I kind of like, like at that fight, but. Let's get to Sean O'Malley. Let's yeah, get yeah, him yeah. to him. Since I brought him up, let's get uh, to him now. This I'm guy just, said he was going to fuck his so glad. I'm just so glad that the Sugar Show was exposed for the just not not good fighter that he really is. Right? Like, he's fun to watch in in sense of like, yeah, man, he's got that power against guys that don't. But like, this kid did not take his shit. Like, he got fucked up. Don't get me wrong. Oh, there was no cool. question that O'Malley deserved the unanimous decision win. That's absolutely yes. But he did not produce an exciting highlight reel finish like he promised, and he did not impress me or anyone watching at all. You know, and that's yeah, that's not that the kid impressed the other guy. Way more impressed. That's not to say that Chris Mutino doesn't have heart, but goddamn, you, you would think that a guy like that on ten days' notice, O'Malley would just sleep in the first three seconds. Man, this is why we all hate. The fact that he was even getting a replacement like that, because it's like, all right, you got to checking a guy on 10 days notice. He's essentially a can to you or you're being handed another win. OK, sure. He gets the win. But you know what, though? Had that guy had more than 10 days notice. Who knows? Look right. at the show. And then Sean O'Malley has the audacity in his post fight interview to go. I was just about to put him out. It's like you had <laughs> in that half rounds to put him out and you said you was about to knock him out in the last 30 seconds which i'm gonna be real with you it looks like it looked like he was gonna go down every 10 seconds so you know like that that was the funny part about it like well he may not have even actually been wrong but the audacity to say that and truly believe that is ridiculous you should have just left it at man i thought i was gonna knock him out this dude's just tough I would have been like, he kind of exposed me a little bit. You know, be humble, but not not Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley. 
is going to meet someone just like Greg Hardy did. They're going to knock his fucking block off. He's going to deserve every second of it, just like Conor McGregor did. Somebody needs to knock Herb Dean the fuck out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, all the people we don't like and all this other stuff, they've been knocked out. I mean, I don't, I don't mind Cody Garbrandt like that. You know, but it, uh, he's been knocked out. Even though I make jokes about him, he's 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 on my favorites list now with the way he fought because he got a damn chin suddenly. You know, but sh- the Sean O'Malley's, the Herb Deans, the Conor McGregor's, man. You know, like what's the the Greg Hardy's? Like even Greg Hardy's not even in the same boat as these guys. You know what I mean? Like how is he? Um. Well, I, I don't know about that. Not just past transgressions. I mean, as an MMA fighter. Like, I don't see Greg Hardy. I'd say he was top 15, honestly. Like, I'd, I'd say he was very, very, not top 10, but like, you know, between yeah. the top, yeah. I'd say, actually, no, I'd say top 20 between the top 15 and 20 fighters in the heavyweight division, uh, just based on athleticism and strength and stuff. But like, you, you can see like Tai Tuovasa, he's not going anywhere, like in terms of like a, like a top three or uh, a championship run. Like, there's no way. But he's good enough to beat Greg Hardy, you know. Like so he's they're... the type of guy that uh, will give you good fights out of nowhere that you really need. Because when we got that that Wonder Boy Thompson fight, it just wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't. It was trash. So we did need that that pick me up beforehand before we were let down. So it's he's he's in a, in a great spot for a, a fighter. You know, um, not everybody's going to fight for the title and you need some, some undercard guys. You need some, um, some mid card guys, some, some, some talent that's not going to be a blockbuster, but definitely is going to be able to fill the middle of your, your program. And that's exactly what he did, you know, but going back to Sean O'Malley, um, he's that guy too. He is. The problem is they really want him to be a, uh, a superstar. And I'm like, why? Exactly. Uh, sure, he's entertaining to watch. Sure, but like, he's definitely not Conor McGregor. I don't think he's he, even. Uh, he's not even as well spoken as Conor McGregor. And I didn't understand what Conor McGregor had said when he first started talking. Hey, did that one? It was bad. It was bad. But I'd take that over what Sean O'Malley said. He was going to knock. It, he was just about to knock a dude out. You know. Uh, I feel sorry for people like that because I think they're giving too much too soon. And that's what really, that's the real downfall of them. That's what really gets them in trouble. Uh, so I think it's more so his camp talking, filling his head up with like how fast he is. Cause he's really, really fast and extremely accurate, but he absolutely doesn't hit everybody hard enough to knock him out. He's knocked some, some people out, but when he can't knock you out, just like Conor McGregor, you're going to drag him and he's going to look vulnerable. He looked extremely vulnerable uh, throughout that as that fight went on. Like there were times where it looked like he might have been the one that was going to get the best of him. You know that he was going to get taken out. Right. I um, you know, just with the Strano Malley thing, like going into that fight when what was it, Lewis Smoke had to drop uh, a guy named Rob Dwavish Willie came out and said he would fight him. He was like, dude, I'll fucking take that fight right now. And the UFC was just like, um, no, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of like, it's like in school when like, you know, you're, you're the kid in class who keeps raising your hand and the teacher just tries to just call on other people. Like he's like, come on, like I got the answer. Like right here. Like I, I'm like, I'll go fight him. 
They're like, I'm volunteering. And they're like, no, Chris Moutinho, that's, that's who will fight him next. And we're like, who? who? But like, when I saw that Dwavish Willie, like, said he'd fight him, it's like, dude, well, the reason he, he wasn't let, like, you know, he wasn't given the okay on that is because he would have fucked him up. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dwavish Willie is a fucking stud. Like, he would have easily taken him down at will. I think his stand-up is just as good. I don't think that O'Malley would have knocked him out, you know? And it's just, O'Malley doesn't have a ground game, not a good one. So, God, man, I was pretty sad when I saw that, you know, that was like an article about something that had happened after Smoke had to drop. And, God, man, that would have been better because we would have just gotten rid of the Sugar Show. Uh, this weekend instead of having to deal with it for another fight. But now we get to see somebody like Cody Garbrandt knock him out. So that's cool. Yeah. That no, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad he's going up. He's going to have a hard fall, and that's going to be beautiful, too. I mean, I don't want to see him rise at all. But, man, you know, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. And look at Conor McGregor, man. Like, uh, I, I don't even know what he did, with the, what he's doing with those rape charges over there. But, like, he has some sexual assault charges that it uh, – popped up or allegedly or whatever it was let me say allegedly Does he just do like a million or something at whoever it was and just hush hushed it you know what i mean no i i think it's still ongoing but like it's over there so i don't know i forgot how they do their stuff yeah i don't know ah, just saying like your, your boy's not squeaky clean and he's you know like he 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 hit that old man uh with the proper twelve, you know, that wouldn't drink his his whiskey and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he wouldn't drink his fucking. He he didn't want a shot of proper twelve. He's like, I prefer Jenison. And Conor McGregor's like, No, no, you take a shot right now, laddie. You take a shot. And he's just like, I'm not a laddie. I'm an old man, and I don't like your shitty whiskey. And he popped him in the face. And I don't <laughs> think it's a fast whiskey. It's not a properly aged whiskey. That's the problem with it. Honestly, you know? like. I actually really enjoyed Proper 12 because of Conor McGregor, and now I don't think I enjoy it as much, honestly. Like, you know, I bought ah. a bottle. I bought that. I, I bought a bottle that weekend. Um, and to be fair, I would have bought Dustin's hot sauce if I if I could have ordered it in time, or if they sold it locally, but they don't. So I bought, you know, a bottle of Proper 12 just to be in, in spirits for the weekend. But I'm just, I'm not gonna do that anymore. You know, like I, whether he sold the company or not, like it just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna support that kind of shit. You know, like, yeah. Uh, no, I, I talking about people's families like that, man. Like not, not, not in this environment where martial arts is supposed to be based off of respect. You know what I mean? Like at the very core of it, and and that's the part that I, I hated the most about this weekend was watching somebody with the martial arts ability and grace that Conor McGregor truly does possess. You know, he does have good ability, good technique. You know, he is a student of the game, or at least was. Watching him do that was like every fucking Disney villain that I grew up watching as a kid. Like just like over, over the top, just over the top, hateful, spiteful, just won't, you know, just doesn't know when to quit sort of thing. Like even, even like Poirier, like when McGregor's on the ground talking all this shit while he's trying to get interviewed uh, or like when Poirier's trying to get interviewed, um, like Poirier's like, dude, just shut the fuck up, dude. Like, like honestly, and at that point, I yeah. think McGregor's only talking because there's people around. Like, if there was nobody around, Poirier would be like, what, you want me to keep going? Like, I'll fucking kill you, dude. Like, talk about my family, man. But there's, like, a whole ring full of people that are right there, and Poirier's just like, what are you doing, dude? Like, you broke your leg, dude. Like, just focus on that, man. Like, shut the fuck up. I don't, un like, he, he really didn't understand 
how Connor was actually trying to be super classless after that. And he was like, really? Like, it was crazy, dude. He didn't, yeah. he really didn't understand. He looked like, man, are, how could you possibly be doing this right now? And you, yeah. And everyone um, booing Dustin Poirier can also kiss my whole asshole, too. Like, yeah, hey, that was, it, I love that. Was that's what, when he showed that baby face fire, we was like, okay. I was like, that's what you need to do. Show an edge. Be the good guy, but like, hey, man, suck my dick. Okay? Oh, <laughs> like, that's, especially if they're going to, like, like right then when they were booing the way that they were booing him, it was like, what are you booing Poirier for? Like, if anything, don't cheer. Of course, like, I get it. But, like, don't boo Poirier. He didn't do anything wrong. Like, they anyone were, they, they did, Because Connor, I'll tell you why they were booing Poirier. Because Conor McGregor represents, uh, whether he is or not, it doesn't matter. He represents the growth of the sport and it being mainstream. Unfortunately, that shit is over. And they got to find a real way to build real stars. Um probably not gonna happen there's just no way to do it and then you got guys like Aljamain Sterling yeah. who are champ for real like that you can't you can't build a champ or you can't build names with Aljamain Sterling and then you got um Volkanovsky who I, I don't like him you know why like he's not somebody that you just love he's not like he's not no you can't do it with champions you cannot I mean I mean, you, you can't build, um, it's not even just him. Like, let, it's, it's, it's the fact that you can't build a company off of champions. Uh, you can't build, you can't build superstars and build a company and, and, and a, a promotion and, and the entire industry with people who are illegitimate. Like, um, I, I, okay, John Jones is pound for pound best in the world right now. That's bullshit. We all know that's bullshit. And it's been bullshit for a very long time. You cannot tell me that Valentina Shevchenko and Amanda Nunes don't deserve that spot. It should be one, two, and then whoever the fuck else you want to put up, put there. Whoever I, else is third is fine. But there's no way John Jones is pound for pound number one in the world. Ever. Like, not ever, but like, please. They haven't had controversial fights in I don't know how fucking long. You know, they smoke everybody they want. You know, uh, Amanda Nunes is a two, a two division champ and you fucking telling me that this clown is still number one. That dude left his own division with people coming for his head. He left it. Anyway. You're right. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm just saying. And then you, then you got a, a Volkanovsky who, you know, uh, I'll just put it like this and I don't, cause I don't want to take anything away from him. I just want to point out the fact that there's controversy over over the two fights he had with uh Holloway. Yeah. Like it it'd be different if it they was just two shutouts. They were not. It you know, if, if we could say, oh no, nah, he shut him out, it'd be we'd be one thing. It's like he lost one of them. That's a, that's bad enough. Which one did he lose? Who cares? The fact that there's any sort of controversy over that. You know, how the fuck is uh John Jones above Usman? Right. It, if you're gonna build your put your pound for pound best fighter, the actual best guy up there, not who you oh you know I like John Jones or whatever. Which I'm gonna be honest, I don't think has ever been anything about who Dana White likes ever. Now I'll tell you why, because Conor McGregor is probably done. You know, John Jones is not gonna get his money. You can't ransom Dana White, man. He's like fuck you. 
You're never going to be bigger than the UFC. He says that to everybody. You'll never be bigger than the sport itself. Okay? You want to leave? You leave. I'm going to keep doing this. I am okay with that. I am okay with that. Because some people need to know they lame and you don't ransom people. Yeah. But you can't have your Sugar Sean's out here, you know, learning from Conor McGregor and thinking he was doing something he wasn't. Like, um, speaking of Volkanovski, he's got a fight with Brian Ortega coming up. Yeah. How, how does that go? Well, Volkanovski's going to win. You think he's going to beat his ass? Oh, for sure. Brian Ortega, I don't think he's not, he's not champion material, man. I don't, I, I, I think you're wrong. Um, I, I don't think it's impossible that you're right. Not at all. I mean, I, I, I think you're wrong, but it's more of a, uh, opinion based thing other than like you just like not spitting facts. I mean, I get what you're saying about him. I, I think he has what it takes. I don't know how long he'd keep it. I don't know. I mean, I get it. Max Holloway pieced him up pretty badly, but I don't. I don't necessarily think that Volkanovski could have had that exact war with uh, Ortega. I, I don't think so. I I, I, I just don't. Yeah, I think uh, Ortega would have gone down. <laughs> I think maybe. We'll, see, I won't. I won't argue against that necessarily. I don't know. We will definitely see. I think oh, too much away from Volkanovski. Like, dude, the the guys have said like, no matter what you think about the Holloway Volkanovski fights, like. I mean, we may see him differently, but, like, I'll give you this. Max Holloway threw down, and he took a beat down. Like, both wow. ways. It was, like, a good, good fight. You know, both I think fights. he got better as a fighter. That's that's what I'm saying. I think, and and, and this is, um, see, this is where it gets sketchy for me. I say, I'm saying I think, you know. Um, so that's, not, that's just opinion. I believe he has made up considerable ground since then. That he he's gotten significantly better. His last fight was good. I it, it looked like it, but I don't want to go just off that fight. I just feel like he's a different fighter. He's gotten a lot better since then. I don't think he just take on Max Holloway the exact same way. And I think that if he's a better fighter than what he was when he fought Max Holloway, that Volkanovski wouldn't have an easier time with him. That's what I'm saying. Like right. I don't necessarily think. I don't, I think he can beat Volkanovski. I don't think he'll like beat his ass, but he could beat him. And I, I'm just saying Volkanovski won't have an easier time than Max Holloway did. So it'll go to distance, you know, if he does beat him. But like, uh, I, I'm saying, you know, Ortega could, could put him out too. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say that he can't put out Ortega. Like that's not, I'm not saying that either. He can, he can knock his ass out. I've seen him knock people the fuck out. He could go out too you know like but I, i'm looking at it from an optimistic point of view on my end well yeah, i guess you got it <laughs> here's what here's the real question poirier or Oliveira? because that's next oh, it's time Oliveira, hands down Oliveira, do bronx Oliveira. I'm going to say this. Um, I thought he was going to be out in the Chandler fight. And he very may well have been. He was like, looked like he was on his way a couple times. You know, um, definitely kudos to him to uh, adjusting in that second round because Chandler was on top of him. You know, like he was just on him. And, 
And those yeah, bears, like, shit. That was scary, man. Like, I was like, he oh, swarmed them, bro. And I, I saw that. I saw the swarm coming a mile away. We all knew he was going to swarm them. It was, could he weather the storm or the swarm, so to speak? And Charles Oliveira absolutely did. Uh, Poirier won't do that. I don't think he'll leave a hole or uh, opening like that for Charles Oliveira. I think Charles Oliveira is going to have to fight a lot more of a a different fight than what he would like to. I won't say like to because he's a student of the game. This guy's great. So he might want all of that shit, you know, but like, man, Poirier is dynamite in his hands, bro. He can hit like like Chandler and he can hit like Oliveira. So it's hard because he's a well-rounded fighter. I don't have Oliveira, um, I'm not just going to overwhelm him and say, oh, Oliveira, no no question. There's definitely a question about it. Nope, I'm riding the same train that I was on, what, two years ago now? Okay with that? I'm okay with that. I, I do longer, longer than two years, but with, with us doing this podcast off and on, yeah. it's been the better part of more than more than a year for sure. So, you know, I uh, when I think about the Dustin Poirier Oliveira fight, I'm actually pretty thankful for the sanctity of the championship that it's Poirier uh, uh, fighting Oliveira and not McGregor. You know, just I just I don't think there's just as much, uh, you know, prestige in beating Conor McGregor at this point, or even if he'd beaten Poirier. Like I, I don't know if it would have done a lot for his legacy, so much as it would have just ended ended Conor's you know run. You know, so I just whatever. But like I don't think Dustin losing to Oliveira, depending on how the fight goes, honestly, I don't think that's going to necessarily detriment Dustin in the same way, but. Looking at it stylistic, stylistically as well, McGregor doesn't have that good of a ground game. You know, so Oliveira gets him to the ground, it's fucking over, you know? But his stand-up, his stand-up is every bit as technical, if not better, and more crisp and precise than McGregor's is, as, is at this point. And obviously, he can knock people out cold. You know, so... It, sure, sure. Thing, I, I would say I would have said they were... I would have said they were even... Um, stand up. I would have said they were even, but I. I'll, I'll, I'll of... even give you even. I'll even give you even, but the the edge being that Conor McGregor doesn't want this fight to go to the ground. You know, so. Um, but if it's Poirier, Poirier doesn't have that same hang up. He he has a ground game. You know, so I think the the thing is is like uh, Oliveira could definitely submit anyone, and you know, obviously he can take a ground and pound and get out of it and get back up and you know be fine. You know, and even come back and, you know, win in knockout fashion. So that's why it gives me hope that he can beat Poirier as uh, effectively, not as easily, because it's not going to be an easy fight. Like, I don't see that fight necessarily ending in the first round for either of these. Oh, no, it won't be an easy fight at all. I, as I, a- hope, I hope that's a five round brawl where it gets decided in the last 30 seconds and not by Herb Dean. You know what I mean? So- yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, but then you mean the last 30 seconds. You definitely yeah. mean the last Yeah, so like I'm actually really excited when I think about it. When I think about Poirier fighting Oliveira, because that's that's, realistically that's the fight that should have been this weekend. To be perfectly fair, was yeah, I've been saying it though. You wanted Poirier of McGregor three instead. Yeah, yeah, but like that's that it did need to happen if McGregor wanted wanted to stick around, and he did want to stick around. If he was just like, all right, fuck it, I'm out for longer than I want to be, then it's like didn't give Dustin to Oliveira because. You know, it's it was on a collision course. I think it's at the best point it could be. Though. I think it's even better now. 
I think it's even better of a fight now for Poirier because he's also made a name. He's probably gained more fans because of this weekend, you know, so people are definitely going to watch him again. And Oliveira is a rising star in, you know, parts of the world that aren't the United States. And he also is a rising star in the United States, too. So, like, I think that's the next big card is the Poirier McGregor, sorry, Poirier Oliveira uh, card coming next, whatever they fight. They're, what, mark my words, they're going to load that card up. Oh, yeah. So, August 7th. Oh, my God. Not August 7th. Why that date? Why that date? So, August 7th, I have a, um, and, and, and this is kind of silly. I'll, I'll say this straight out. It's really silly to put your local card on the same time as a big card, you know, because you could, you just, you could just have more people. I would do it before or after, probably after a big card, like like literally even the day after, you know, or at least the weekend after. August 7th, uh, I'm going to something in Sacramento, uh, got uh, uh, press credentials for that. So everybody be looking out on the fight, uh, uh, looking out um, on the site for that. Um, I assume because I was going to ask you to go. I assume you will not be attending. <laughs> What day is it? It's August 7th. And August 7th is UFC 265. With. Oh. Uh, Lewis and Gagne. Oh. I think they're the same way, right? No, you just said Gagne. Huh? And Gagne. No, 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 no. Derek Lewis and Cyril Gagne. Oh. Oh, oh, it's Cyril Gagne. Cyril Gagne, right, sorry. Um, yeah. About that fight, yeah. No, uh, what, what are you going to? Oh, I'm going to a local fight in Sacramento. Oh, okay. I do not have it up in front of me. I will, I will be uh, uh, advertising it very soon, though. So, everybody be on the lookout for that. Anybody in Sacramento, Sacramento area, come holla at us. Um, but that will be happening August 7th as well. Uh, I believe by Firepower Promotions. I'll pull it up in a second before we go, uh, before we go. But I do want to talk about UFC 265. Uh, so Derek Lewis fighting for an interim title. Yeah. How, how do you feel about this interim title that they didn't tell Francis Nagano a goddamn thing about until he saw it on Twitter? I, I don't agree with the UFC doing this. I, I really fucking don't. I, I, because we all know who the champion is right now in that division. We all know the fight that we want to see. And then the fight we'll take instead, which the fight we want to see is obviously Ngani versus John Jones. The fight that we'll take is Derek Lewis versus Ngani. Well, I don't know. I don't really understand why Ngani's not fighting. But I'll watch Cyril Gon fight, and I'll watch him fight Derek Lewis. Uh, I think it's a crying shame that Amanda Nunes is on the co-main part of that card. Um, Absolutely. But however... But honestly, the rest of the cards, though, bro, the rest of the cards... Actually, it's solid. Yeah. Oh, Jose, yeah. It's solid. Pedro Munez, uh, Jose Aldo, Pedro Munez, Vincente Luca, Luque, Michael Chiesa. Like, that's a good card. You Michael know? Chiesa, for the love of God, he better get, like, win this fight and get a title shot or something because I'm so goddamn sick of him supposedly being somebody and never doing a goddamn fucking thing. He is so, he's like five times the amount of hype of Wonder Boy. I want Michael Chiesa to get the fuck out of my life. I don't ever want to see him fight again. I'm so, it's not that he's even bad. 
It's like Wonder Boy. It's not like Wonder Boy's dad, but where the fuck is he supposed to be going? Have you not? Did you not understand the hype about this guy? Like, right. am, am I wrong in this? Eh. Which one are you talking about? <laughs> Michael Chiesa versus Vicente Luque. For one, I hope Vicente Luque. You know, I, I think I told you before, man. Like, I, I think Chiesa has actually shown a lot of good growth. Uh, I, I'm a bigger fan of Luque, so I think it'll be a good fight, but. I want Luke to win that fight. Michael Chiesa, though, I, uh, you know, honestly, he's one of those guys that was scary ground game and his standup looks better and better every time I see it. So as long as he doesn't just get cold knocked out by Luke, uh, I, I think he might actually win, win something like a decision, but I don't want him to. I, I don't, I'm not betting on him in that fight. I'm taking Luke all the way. I don't want him to win a decision. I, I don't think, I think he, I think he has the ability to come in and at least control a fight. So I don't yeah. think, like I said, man, I don't want to take away what he, what he can do. He, I think he's a good, really good fighter. I don't think he's nowhere near the fucking type of fighter people are even discussing. I want him to either prove it or get knockout Luke, Luke. I'm going for knockout. That's what I'm going to bet on. Gotcha. He knocks out Vicente Luke. Cause if he doesn't, he can kiss my ass. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't see him. Who who's next if he beats Vicente Luque? Who's next? I don't fucking know. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. I don't don't fucking know. Stop Gilbert it. Burns. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> My point is, oh, damn, that's gross. Because no matter who he fights next, I'm still not gonna give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 just like the same reason I didn't care about Gilbert Burns. Now you see what I meant about Gilbert Burns, though. Like I was just kind of a fight ahead, and I was like, well, I get it. It's not to take things away from good fighters. It's just to put it in this proper perspective. Right. You know, you might be on a scale from one to 10, you might be a solid seven, which is, you know, compared to my negative six is fucking fantastic. But as a fighter, there's just too many eights and nines, right. 8.5s. And you know what I mean? Like a solid seven is great. I think he has is probably a, a, a seven, you know, but I think there's enough. You know, eights, eight point fives out there that 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 just void out any type of hype he should be getting. Um, Jose Aldo, Pedro Munoz. No, I really no. want to see that. Yeah, uh, I I I don't know what type of implications this has, but I he, I want just a fight I want to see. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I'm just period. Like in terms of anybody's future, uh, uh, I just want to. Yeah, I want to see that because I need yeah. to know what's gonna happen next. Uh, so that's that's a fantastic fight, I think. Um, Juliana Pena, I hope she gets folded up like laundry. Um, I hate when people talk shit to champions as if they're the champions are trash, and um, I don't like it. I I hope she gets destroyed. Like I hope something's broken on her that she's oh my god, you know I I want to see her with the McGregor face, you know. Um, okay, I don't want to actually see her. I don't, but I want to I want her to lose decisively. Is what I mean. Um, I want her to get knocked out. <laughs> That's what Amanda Nunes does. I want to see her get knocked out before she talk crap. It's one thing in being very confident in yourself. It's another to say, man, you trash. You know, because um, who 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 was it that? Uh, I'm sorry, Peter Yawn, Piotr Yawn. He didn't talk. He didn't talk shit like that to Jose Aldo. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't. He wasn't doing that to him. He respected his opponent. He didn't respect. Aljamain Sterling, and I can see why, but you know, give me a fighter like that, someone who's going to respectfully challenge a, cha- uh, 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 
a um the you know the champion. Uh Charles Oliveira. You know what I mean? Yeah. He he's real he's a very respectful dude, but he's a character. You know, he dresses great, wild style, everything, man. You know, uh uh, uh supremely talented and, and technical. Let, I, he's a star. They didn't show enough of him on Saturday, man. You know, not no. not he should have been all over the place. Yeah. He looked fantastic when they showed him, but man, they should have showed him like four or five times more. Yeah. Uh, but who who you got in the Derek Lewis fight? I'm gonna I'm gonna Oh god damn it. Oh man. It's a little bit tougher than what you think. I'm gonna take Cyril Gone. I am too. I am too. And because he doesn't he he he's he's a big boy. It can go god the damn it. He he is athletic, man. Yes. And that's the thing. I think Derek Lewis might even be taken aback by it. Right. Cause, uh, and then I think that's the problem. I think Derek Lewis is, isn't going to know how to handle that. And I think most of that with UFC is they don't spar the right people, man. They don't practice against the right people. They don't have sessions. And, 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 and to be fair, well, the UFC has a stick up their ass. The, the, the fighters think they're way better than what they actually are. But I don't need to train against someone his own size, you know, that size. It's like, you absolutely do. You know, like, because, because <laughs> when you get your ass beat up in the, in the octagon, it's for real. You need somebody his size to beat your ass first. And that's, that's the problem with a lot of these people. They don't see, uh, they haven't gotten their ass kicked by somebody much bigger than them or their same size. You can tell that never happened with, uh, Conor McGregor because he talked a lot. You gonna have a little bit more respect for somebody that's gonna whoop your ass like that, you know? Right. And uh this is his first time in life ever getting his ass whooped like this. Period. Um and I, I think Derek Lewis needs to fight some big, chunky boys, athletic guys that could that could stand up with him and throw his big ass down. And I don't mean Daniel Cormier style, I mean just straight up knock down, drag out. Nah, I'm stronger than you and I'm gonna press you on the gate. Cause right. I think that's what's gonna happen. I think this is what's gonna happen. It's gonna get pressed the whole time. Crazy yeah. part is, crazy part is, and I don't bet against, I don't get, bet against the power strikers like that. Uh, but Cyril Gunn might knock him the fuck out too. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is, I, I'm banking on Cyril Gunn dragging him into the later rounds and, uh, finishing him by like TKO with like ground and pound or something like that. Like, I can't imagine Derek Lewis is coming in with any more cardio than he's ever really had. But like, you know, he's going to be dangerous in the first two rounds and he's always dangerous with those last second punches. But like, honestly, Cyril gone is so goddamn athletic. Like, I just think, yeah, he, but, you know, I think he's going to run circles around him. I think he is too, but he better, he better hope one of those circles ain't into a right, right hand, you know? Like, yeah. Cause he could get circling, hopefully he's circling the right way. But like, <laughs> right. Cause he could get slapped. I mean, like, if we get slapped, we won't be surprised. <laughs> no, no, no. And I, I don't want to take too much away from Derek Lewis because I love Derek Lewis. I just think, I just think that, you know, Cyril Gaunt's coming in hungrier. He's coming in in better shape. He's just a better technical fighter. You know, I think he has better coaching, honestly. So it's, uh, that's what I think about him. He knows when to take it easy, man. He does. That last fight, he took it kind of easy. Right. And, uh, and that was a good thing for him, though. Don't put it all out there, man. You don't want to be all out here and possibly because if he had lost that fight, then he don't get a title fight. See what I mean? Yeah. But 
Derek, here's here's the biggest part about this. We'll leave on this. They want John Jones and Nagano so bad that they are willing to strip Nagano of the damn championship, pretty much. I mean, they they didn't strip him, but you stripped him of uh of uh, uh, the title of undisputed. You know, like there's a dispute with his title, and you're making it less than he, he's. His value now is less than what it was because you said he was champ. Now he's not, you know, like there's another champ. And it's just kind of weird. And um, John Jones wants to fight the easiest person he can. People might, oh, why does he want to? Yeah, yeah he does because he would have been fighting. That actually, huh? makes sense. that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that Derek Lewis, you put Derek Lewis out there and, and, and who's a lot like or even uh, Cyril, Cyril Gunn, even Cyril Gunn. Like if Saragon wins and he faces John Jones, like, I don't have much sure because of the experience. But I, I, I'll say this: I'll say this. They would want him to fight. I, I don't know if that's a good fight for John Jones either because he's a big dude. He's athletic. He isn't nearly as experienced as John Jones. However, the problem is this: you might run into a a, a, a Dominic Reyes situation with him. He might not be able to be bullied by John Jones. Yeah. Derek, Derek Lewis, you can bully. You can bully him all day because he's got such a one-dimensional style. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's one problem with Derek Lewis. So I'll say this: if you put him down, and he's he's so great at this because it's literally just a, it's a strength and mental thing. If you put him down, he will immediately get back up. You cannot keep him down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the only guy they got to do it was Daniel Cormier, and he fought and fought and fought. Because he was going to get up immediately. So you got to be careful with that against Derrick Lewis. Um, so I, I don't know if that's the exact style you want to run if you, John Jones, and try to take him down. Because if he gets up, you're fucking done. That means you're close to him, close enough to where he could do some damage. So they, they both matchups cause problems for him. Um, but I think, I think John Jones doesn't have any real, he, I think he's trying to get whatever edge he can. And the UFC is trying to get whatever edge they can. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I don't think that having John Jones fight Nagano when he's upset is smart. <laughs> I don't think that's smart at all. So that better not be his first and last fight in heavyweight. Because <laughs> the worst thing you could do is give him John Jones now. Like that's kind of fucked up. And I'm gonna be honest, it's super unfair to John Jones to do that. Uh, and I've been, I've been, I've, I've often spoke about being fair, uh, when it comes to different weight classes and stuff. And I don't think it's fair to John Jones to do that whatsoever, uh, to just give him the Gano, especially if you piss him off. But, uh, your thoughts on that whole, on, 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 on John Jones, maybe, uh, any further thoughts on John Jones, maybe trying to just get the easiest fight possible in the UFC setting it up like that? I, I, I don't, I don't disagree with the the idea um i i think that that's very possible that they're trying to tantalize him into you know a storyline of senses like winner of lewis gone gets to fight jones because magically the the price will be right right and then he wins yeah. then he has to fight in you know what i mean or stipe or whoever like like that's that's all i think about that but i do want to say two things while i'm thinking about him before uh before we you know cut it uh but Number one, and this isn't related to what we were just talking about, but number one, oh, yeah. com- coming up this Saturday, 
um, Misha Tate is fighting again, and she's not the she's not the main event. She's the co-main event, and I think that's a crying fucking shame and disrespectful as shit to her because she's also on a fight night card. But uh, that's that's just number one, and I don't really want to get too into that, you know. Because we do. Who is she fighting? Who is she fighting? Who the fuck cares? Doesn't Misha Tate's fighting, bro? Just watch. She looks. She looks great. Um, yeah, she always look great. But like, like, yeah, but like, like she look, did look good, but. She probably, I don't know. She might get her ass destroyed. I'm just, I would take her out to ice cream, bro. I'm just saying. Oh, you might need to put it on her skull out there and get fracked. <laughs> well, I, uh, well I'm, I might do that too. But num- number two, <laughs> number two, uh, the week after. So next next Saturday, um, the 24th of July, okay. TJ Dillashaw is fighting again, bro. And he's fighting Corey Sandahan. And that yeah. is that is a fight that I specifically want to watch. And, Interestingly enough, fun fact, I'll be getting my first tattoo on July 24th at 1 p.m. So I'll have a fresh ass tat and I'll have the fight, fucking fights on. Like, you might have is to come over, man. Tribal ban? Is it a tribal ban? Like everybody in the early 2000s got is on your no, fucking. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like a. <laughs> it's gonna be like a tram stand. It's gonna be like a big target right on the lower part of my back. I'm just joking. <laughs> no. Uh, um, for anyone who knows, uh, knows me knows that I, I love paranormal, supernatural mythological stuff and so i'm getting uh, an archangel on my uh, forearm and it'll be the archangel michael and then later when i can get another one because i can only afford one at a time right now um but uh that later the other forearm is going to be uh Castiga. no it's gonna <laughs> you're stupid it's gonna be uh lucifer uh on the fall kind of like a sort of a uh like a mutation transformation between uh, his fall from an angel into, you know, the devil, you know, the dragon sort of thing. So I'm hoping that'll turn out pretty cool too, but, uh, looking forward to that first one. It's going to be interesting, man. Like, I, like I said, it's going to be my first tattoo at all. So like, I, I try to do some research and see the guys in town that were pretty good, you know, see, I've seen some of the work of, uh, the guy that I'm getting, uh, you know, in person, like my coworker has, you know, his forearms tatted up by that guy. So, you know, I was like, shit, that'd be, that's where I wanted it. Like, that's like almost like the best thing I could have asked for was to see somebody's work in person, you know? So I'm pretty excited about it. I'm a little, uh, you said you did your research. I'm not saying you didn't. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering what kind of angel are you getting? An archangel. Archangel Michael. What kind of angel was he? An archangel. Was he a cherubim? Was he a cherubim angel? Because they look completely different than what you might think they do. I just told you he's an archangel. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but there is not to get too far into this, but there is another type. Um, you know, there, there's a bunch of different types. Satan like, is a specific type of angel, and I think I think Lucifer. I think Lucifer was either a seraphim or an archangel. Yes, there's definitely yeah. different types of archangel or uh, different types of angels. Also, okay. yeah, I do, I do understand. Yeah, I'm not gonna say shit until you get him, or should I say something now? So I'm like, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like, like, <laughs> got a, I got an idea of what I'm of what I'm looking for. So it'll make sense to me. It doesn't really matter what anyone else says. <laughs> and that's what he said to you guys. That's his last words here. He doesn't care what people think, but we don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, just like no one's gonna care that. Um, I think we should take should stay the fuck at home. And like she needs to be on the couch. Her and Cody Garbrandt need to trade places. She's out of her fucking mind to come back. 
somebody is going to find her and destroy her. And yeah, when she, did you remember how she lost? That bro, was a it's not, not, not going to be. It's not going to be whoever the fuck she's fighting this weekend. That's for goddamn. Probably sure. not. Prob- I don't. I don't even know that. I won't even say that. You know what? Because I don't know. Man, okay, look up who she's fighting. I thought I didn't know. But here's the problem, man. The level in which she was at was um <laughs> right it was right <laughs> slightly above uh yeah. what's her name? Holly Home. And yeah. Holly Home Yes. You know who she's fighting? Uh your mother in a wig. Oh, my mom would whip her ass. Uh have you ever heard of Marion Renault? <laughs> that's no. a that's a big that's a big Renault. <laughs> I get it. No, but uh Marion Renault, who's nine, seven, and one, is gonna fight Misha Tate, who's eighteen and seven. There's no fucking way that that was not a softball t- <laughs> toss into Misha Tate's fucking wheelhouse, dude. Like and that card actually isn't terrible. You know what I mean? But uh for a fight night card at least. But it just sucks that they're making Misha Tate fight on the co-main instead of the main event because like but no look who she's fighting no how dare you okay but look look who the main event is islam makachev versus somebody moises i forgot his first name let me let me go back to that shit uh, uh, yeah islam makachev versus tiago moises and it's like okay yeah i'd like to watch islam makachev fight again and yeah, I, I got you who, yeah, yeah, yeah i got you i, got yeah, you. I don't really know who tiago moises is but misha takes the draw he's when cool saw, he's cool but like, he ain't no damn misha take yeah you know i got you People like if you want people to watch your fight nights, then you pimp Misha Tate. You might even pimp Jeremy Stevens a little bit, and he's the third fight. Oh yeah, 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 sure, I definitely would. You I know, would make- it's like he needs to be in that co-main under Misha Tate to where like that's that's the fight before you know the the Tate fight, which isn't going to be all that entertaining other than her just ragdolling this poor girl or knocking her out maybe. But like Makachev versus Moises, that's the fight that you really want to see. But you're not like. There's a lot of people who hear that and don't know who Islam Makachev is, and they're not going to want to watch that fight, you know. But if you don't hear that Misha Tate's on the card too, then you're probably not going to watch if you're like a mainstream fan. That's what I'm saying. Like they needed to put her in the fucking main event, dude. God damn it! Like it's not like it was a UFC pay per view. Like you could put her on fight night card. Like, you know, uh, God, that's frustrating. But I'm I'm excited to see. TJ Dillashaw come back and fight again, man. I, I I don't know why he's like my favorite villain right now. Like I've always like for the last two years, I'm just like, oh, I want to see him fight again. I want to see him fight again. Like <laughs> uh, I, uh, you know, I yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Like, and they should have made it. They should have made it Tate Stevens, uh, co-main. You know, main and co-main. That would have been great. Um, you no, know, even even the Makachev Makachev deserves to be the co-main. He just, I just don't think it was. You know, why, you know why I wouldn't have? Because sometimes you, if you're going to rob somebody, do it now. You know, you just don't, and you wouldn't necessarily been robbing him necessarily, but like, it would have gave him a little bit more incentive, a little bit more fire. Maybe, well, you know, he just smokes the dude to go, put me at the main event next time. I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> like, I think it's a small thing to light a fire under someone. You know, um, but then again, I don't. I'm not in the business of taking things away from people that they've earned. But uh, yeah, Misha Tate, uh, someone's gonna kick your ass. Um, let me just say that. Like, you need to understand, someone's gonna destroy you, man. I don't want. I don't know who's gonna be, but if you went it's to probably me, just fight, gonna be Amanda Nunes again. Honestly, like, <laughs> no, no, man, she's so like, small and tiny. Too. If, 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 
it's uh. not like it's not like Misha Taken drop enough weight to fight Shevchenko or Nama Yunus. So it's probably going to be Amanda Nunes. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like that fight aside, the the thing I want to close Megan, out on Megan Anderson. <laughs> Megan no. Anderson. Not like sir. Not even at all. But no, Megan Anderson would beat the the shit out of Misha Tate, and that's not disgusting. Not, not even a, not, no, no, we're not doing that right now. I wanted to have closing thoughts. <laughs> Oh, I want to talk about how Megan Anderson would fucking destroy we'll Misha Tate. And I, bridge, we'll no bridge when we come to it. But that's this that's this week, right? No, it's well, yeah, that fight is. But Megan Anderson versus Tate—that's just speculation. Oh, no, I mean, no, I mean Tate is fights. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She, she's up. She's up this coming week. She's yeah, she's in that one. But the July twenty fourth one with Corey Sandhagen versus CJ Dillashaw. I'm so excited about that. Like. That's probably the most excited I've been about a UFC fight night card in a really long time. Like, I really want to see Dillashaw's two-year return, see if he still got it. Yeah, that's going to be, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Corey Sandhagen, honestly, like, I really appreciate the matchup. Like, cause Sandhagen. He just came off a loss, right? Dude, uh, I don't, I don't know. But, uh, recently, mm-hmm. Corey Sandhagen just, like, need Frankie Edgar in the death. Like, you fucking hit him with that flying knee. Just not where, like, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, he just came off of a loss. Um, well, I could be thinking about somebody else too, though. Uh, I get the Sandhagens, the Hookers, and all those other guys mixed up. Why? I don't know. They're all mid card guys. They don't really mean anything to me. So, I mean, they, they don't. I don't ever see them really going anywhere. Where do you think? You think Corey Sandhagens going to fight the title? First Sandhagen's last loss was to Aljamain Sterling. That was that uh, jump into the team. And then he beat Marlon Marais, and then he uh, right. beat Frankie Edgar, and now he gets to face Dylan Shaw. I think, I think that's a perfect matchup. Okay, for so he's on the rise. Sandhagen's a fucking stud. He's 14-2, and two, man. His only losses are to uh, fucking um, – God damn it. What, oh, I just said his name. Uh, Aljamain Sterling and, like, God, I don't even I don't even remember the other guys. I don't even know if it was in the UFC that he got that loss. So, like the one that I can remember is the Aljamain Sterling one because it was kind of bullshit. Because you know, just with Sterling in general, he's just a little cheap ass motherfucker. But he caught him in a guillotine, and you know, here we are. But uh, then he fucking Sandhagen comes back, knocks out Marlon Moraes, um, fucking then he faces Frankie Edgar and knocks him out 28 seconds into the first round with the fucking knee to the head. Like a jump knee to the head when Frankie Edgar presumably either changed levels for a shot or just like to like for like head movement to like throw like an overhand right or something. Um, just took one to the fucking dome and just out, out, out. And I've never seen, I've never seen Frankie Edgar go out like that, dude. So was, I'm excited. I'm excited to take Megan to test Dillashaw on this fight, dude. No, it's, it's, I mean, it's not that it's not. I'm worried about Dillashaw. I feel like since he's off the sauce, he's gonna be terrible. <laughs> like to be honest, I I don't I don't have any. Uh, I just don't believe in him, nor should I. I mean, he was a drug addict, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just I just don't believe in him. So I mean, my I can't invest in the fight because, um, I feel whatever. I I, I just don't. Well, he's kind of like that Greg Hardy to where like you're you're satisfied if you know. Sandhagen lands that same knee that he landed on Edgar on Dillashaw. You're kind of like, all right, I'll take it. Like, <laughs> but like, you know, if Dillashaw wins, it's again, it's setting up good storylines, you know? So 
that's just kind of where I sure. think. Sure, and he definitely ain't gonna land that knee on him because uh, Dillashaw's they don't him him and Cruz don't do level changes like that. So hell no. Right. <laughs> if he catches him with that shit, then Dillashaw is in fact the clown I thought he was, and definitely lost his edge. Because he should <laughs> never do anything like that in his life. Um, because you well you expose yourself to knees. Like you don't want a knee like that. It's weird. I was I was a uh, with one of the homies and like it was like man she just this is my go-to move i'm like you just gonna eat a knee why would you do that <laughs> like i could see you going for like a double leg a single leg immediately and you're not close enough to do it so i'm just gonna need you so yeah it, it, but thankfully dillashaw doesn't do anything like that if he does he's got the wrong camp and he's a moron and he'll be <laughs> he'll be dealt with uh accordingly but let's go he's had He's had two years to fucking figure it out. So <laughs> has it actually been two years? That's yeah. what I was going to ask. Immediately. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, was, it was 19. It was when I first started. Uh, no, it was. I think it was in 18 that he got the suspension. I think it was from 19 to 21. Or sorry, 19 to 20 that he uh, uh, served it, and then uh, he came out. You know, obviously this year. So it was around that. You know, between 2018 and now, to where he served his two year suspension and. Like honestly, like I'm I'm really excited for it. So that's that's my closing thought on on that. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any closing thoughts. Uh, I said uh, fuck you to those who deserved it. Um, Misha Tate, just a warning: don't be a clown when you don't start uh, talking all this shit like like you used to against Ronda Rousey, and because uh, somebody's gonna find you. They're gonna find you. They're gonna get a hold of you when they do. It's over. They're going to beat this shit out of you in that octagon. Your days are numbered. You should never step back in it. That is a great mistake on your part. Um, and you know what? I'm going to have the same warning for Conor McGregor when he when he retires and then tries to step back or whatever. Or when he just comes back, period. Even though he didn't retire. The next time he steps in there, he's going to get his shit cracked, too. Stop it. Know when to walk away. You walked away, Misha. I think you walked away at a great time. You were a champ. Now you're just going to come back and get your ass whooped like Roy Jones Jr. Do you remember how Roy Jones Jr. left boxing? Because there was nobody else to fight him. You know? He just, no one else. He beaten everybody. He cleaned out his division. It was, it was over with. And then he wanted to come back years later thinking he still had it. It's not that he didn't have it. It's just they had it too. And they had a little bit more of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, if that happened to Roy Jones Jr. in boxing, if people caught up to him and surpassed him in the years he were gone, what in the entire fuck does Misha Tate think is waiting her on the other side of whatever small bullshit victory she's going to have? You're, you're, you're done, Misha. You should have stayed gone. Um. And yeah, fuck you to those guys. I said fuck you to Herb Dean, Sean O'Malley. Uh, it was, it was a couple other ones, wasn't it? Um, Conor McGregor. McGregor. Yeah, McGregor and Hardy. Yeah, you guys suck. You're terrible. You want to smoke? Come get it. Um, this has been Sporticus, presented by MMA Torch. And uh, if you want some, come get some. No, that that was uh, that was Sean Cena's um catchphrase we don't have a catchphrase we need a catchphrase we should work on it i know i, 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 I mean something, no no that's an ending phrase that's a sign off shut your mouth shut your ignorant mouth that's a sign off that's not a catchphrase 
Well, yeah. and then maybe, maybe you know, me saying that I'll take all these female fighters out for ice cream, that could be like kind of a catchphrase. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we need one for the show. We could also, we could also adopt Dustin Poirier. You can kiss my whole asshole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, putting um, ass as the title, uh, asterisk SS, right? <laughs> asterisk SS. Okay, so kiss my whole asshole is the title of this one. Kiss well, you, you know what the crazy part is? Is we talked for a long time about Conor McGregor, and I only did like one or two very short impressions of the Irish uh, accent, and Russia. one of them was like Scottish, to be fair, too. So like, yeah, that, that was crazy. I thought I was going to do more of those. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you controlled yourself too. <laughs> well, it, honestly, I thought, I thought I think, you were gonna start with an impression. Like, here we go. <laughs> I, might, I might do that on comic. if if I if uh, if I get to record a uh, episode of Side Mount or Side Control, uh, then I'll uh, I'll do I'll do more impressions of it. But you know, like I was just it was with the flow of the talk, man. Like I just I didn't really see any points where I could really throw it into where it made a lot of sense. But you know what I do, Shawnee? I do find a spot and I throw it in. I throw it in right at the end of the podcast, right when I brought it up, right when I remembered it. But I'm coming no. for you, boy. Do it. Do the you. same voice, but do it at uh, uh, do the sign off. <laughs> well, you know what this is, Shano. This is Sporticus, and you've been sports entertained. Sporticus is now on Patreon. We have three tiers. $1, $2, and $5. You can get things like bonus episodes, chat forums, polls and voting, live stream Q&As, monthly giveaways, and fan recognition. Become a patron today.